show is sponsored by HiveMind CRM. It is more than just a CRM. It is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one CRM. You can have unlimited websites and users. You can call, text, RVM, and email all-in-one user interface. And you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses. 65% of companies start using a CRM system within the first five years of business. Once implemented, the HiveMind will save you on marketing, give you more time, and make more money. One of our users has had his first $100,000 month using our system in June. We want to see you automate and accelerate your business. Text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings. And of course, to get our $1 course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal. You can schedule your free demo today at hivemindcrm.io. G'day guys, welcome to the Thunder from Down Under podcast. I'm your host, Graham Solomon. Go to the Graham Solomon Thunder from Down Under podcast, uh, sorry, YouTube channel and belt the subscribe button. Hit the bell icon so you can become part of the family. And also, if you're watching on Facebook, smash the like button, smash the heart button and welcome our special guest that's in today from uh, the conglomerate known as Hive, Hivemind CRM. It's, it's Daniel... Uh, Martinez or Daniel Esteban Martinez has come in. So thanks for coming in and joining us. Daniel, you're usually the one doing the interviews. I am. I am. It's, I like being on the other side sometimes because I, I like uh, it switches it up sometimes, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. So uh, I've had a few people on that actually do podcasts and, and you know, they say, oh, wow, it's a bit bit strange coming in as a, as a guest and talking. But, you know, you, you do all the hard work. You deserve to relax and, and talk about yourself a little bit. You know, you talk about your business and, and what you do. So, no, it's cool. Thanks for thanks for coming. We've been trying to catch up for a while. We've had to reschedule a few times. It was my fault initially, but um, I appreciate you circling back around and, and coming on the on in the Thunderdome and coming on the Thunder from Down Under podcast. Now, what I usually do, Daniel, is I usually just so the audience can get to know who you are and what you do is I usually just get you to go sort of in your backstory and and how you got into this crazy real estate space. Uh, way back when, and then just go through your journey and and how you got to, um, you know, the business that you're involved in now. And you know, obviously, you, you do some speaking, you do some podcasting, you do a you do a heap of other things. So, if you could just share your journey with the the audience, that'd be great, just so they can get to know um, who who Daniel is. Yeah, sure. So uh, right now, I'm 30 years old. Uh, I started entrepreneurship when I was 25. Um, I, uh, I used to be a truck driver. I used to load trucks back in the day. I did, I did a few sales jobs early on, but eventually pivoted into like the transportation industry and forklifting. Eventually got into truck driving when I moved into a, when I moved to Atlanta. Um, I knew I wanted to do entrepreneurship, but there's like no great time to do it. And uh, when I found out my wife was pregnant, I was like, I have to do it now because there's no better time than the present. So uh, that was about almost five years ago. So I worked my, my butt off for a whole year trying to make some money and started a business, started a trucking business at my first business I started. I ran that for two years and uh, wasn't really making as much money as I needed it to. So pivoted into real estate. And then uh, now I do real estate software and uh, data, data company. 
and we're starting a media company and a lead distribution company. So it's kind of turned into a lot of different things um, over the years. <laughs> so it's expand. You're sort of starting to expand it out now because all these things sort of add on, don't they? They click onto each other once once you get into it. Did when you started, Daniel? Did you did you start with like wholesaling first, or did you what what did you do first? Fix or flip or anything? Or what? Yeah. So I uh, I started wholesaling first. So uh, when I when I started when I started learning about real estate in general. Um, I'm a product of podcasting, which is why I try and contribute as much as I can on the front end uh, right now, just because I'm a product of it. So I, I've, I've kind of come full circle now where I'm now producing and releasing my own podcast. So when I used to truck drive, you have a lot of time on your hand. So that's why I used to listen to podcasts a lot. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was one of those things where like, you, you don't really know where you're going to go. You just got to go forward. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. I think, I think a lot of people enter the real estate space that way. They, you know, they're doing something else, and especially with wholesaling, you can do it as a bit of a side hustle, can't you? Like you, like you said, you can drive, drive the truck. You can listen to podcasts. You can educate yourself. Um, watch a bit of YouTube when you get home. You can do some text blasting either side and some phone calls either side. So a lot of people do get into it that way, and then um, some people, like like you say, go go the other way. They they then get into real real estate associated products or businesses or go go into a niche so yeah it's not always one size fits all is it uh you know and like you said you had the pressure on you you had you had uh, a bit of pressure on you you had to start making some money for the family so there's nothing like having your back against the wall to to get motivated is it yeah yeah it definitely like i said it might not have been the best option but it was the option i took and it's kind of uh made itself worthwhile over the long run but it's just a lot of everything, man, you just got to be consistent. I, I say this all the time is that a lot of people will never start. So by you starting, you're above the rest. And what separates you from the people that start is you being consistent. If you're consistent after you start, you're going to make it. It's got to be consistent. Yeah. And you've always been a bit like that. You just sort of take action straight away. You think, right, I'm going to do this and, and bang, you just jump in and and uh, sort the details out later. Just Just start getting a bit of momentum. Yeah, yeah, which is which is like you said, a lot of people that stay in in, in business it's because they're they're action takers. So I think a lot of people are like that. I mean, if if you overanalyze stuff, you get that analysis paralysis a lot of the time, and then you don't actually move. But that brings me to the question, Daniel: How did you stumble across like CRM? Were you using a CRM and thought I could do better than this, or I need something better than this, or how did that come about? It, it was a pain point, man. So like everybody in the real estate space uses Podio and it's like the number one people that people go to. And if you've used Podio, you know how much of a pain it is. So when I realized how much of a pain factor it was and how archaic it was, I saw opportunity to start HiveMind. And that's why I just dove into that because I know when you're coming into business, you're always trying to find where, where the consumer's pain point is. If, if you're an investor, you need to find out where sellers' pain points are to find more business. So it's just figuring out what the pain points are and digging in and figuring out your niche and just go straight in, man. It'll sort itself out. What were you like with tech? We, you, know, you see you're a truck driver. Most tradesmen or truck drivers aren't traditionally tech people. Did you do a bit of tech at school Did you, or did you just have to start from scratch? So um, that's a great question. I am lucky that I was born in uh, Gen Z and Gen Z and, and, uh, and the millennials they have a, a ability to kind of they 
but they've seen everything. Like I remember, I remember when I was younger, my brother used to do his like term papers on a typewriter. Like I remember that. <laughs> but when I got to school, they actually had computers, so we used to type it on computers. I remember like he would have to like um, he couldn't mess up his typing because if they had an error, they'd mark him against it. So he had to type perfectly and no backspaces because you could see where it, blo it blocked out the ink where you went back. So like. Um, I, and the, for people my age and younger, like you have an advantage because we, we, we kind of grew up in that yeah. age. Like people in, people in my school, like phones were, cell phones were barely becoming popular. And like, I didn't get a cell phone until I was 18. So like, I still felt the effects of like, um, I still felt the effects of like, Hey, like every kid now that's 10 years old and older has a cell phone. Like I didn't get a phone until I was 18 and it was a flip phone. But like my parents was like, Hey, if you need a phone, ask the kid next to you. And I'm like, okay, because <laughs> they got a phone <laughs> type, of, type of deal. So it was one of those things where, like, um, where the people older than my generation are like, hey, I'll be here at 4 o'clock. If you're not here, I'm going to leave you type thing. And if, if I can't find you, I can't find you. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's right. I, I tell stories to my sons when I used to go out, you know, into the city night clubbing. If you got cut from the herd, there was no mobile phones. That was yep. it. You had, you had to befriend some strangers and go out. You were gone. So that, that's like, oh, how did you survive, Dad? It's like, um, you know, like you, they're the same as, as you. I mean, they're younger, a bit younger than you, but they're, they're uh, millennials. But what actually happens is they just grow up with that technology in their hands from babies. They're hitting iPads and doing stuff. And they, it, it just... It, it doesn't seem daunting to them. Whereas I grew up in a time you're talking about, um, you know, typewriters. I, I, there was a tablet and, and a hammer and a, and a chisel. That was how I had to do things. I'm, I'm the, you know, I'm, I'm way back. I'm generation X. I grew up, I went to school in the eighties. So it's pretty pre, uh, prehistoric. Then we, we had those big box computers and it was, it was ridiculous, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a good point because I noticed that a lot of younger people, even if they haven't done any tech out of school, like they can pick it up really quickly. So, um, but I mean, the fact that you probably were working in a different industry would be a good thing because then when you look at the CRM that you were, you were building out, you would probably think I need to keep this simple for people that aren't that great with tech as well. Cause, cause some tech people can go a bit crazy, can't they? They can have these beautiful CRMs and systems and about 80% of wholesalers um, can't use them. They're just too complex. Uh, so I, and like, I, and I, I feel for those people. Like there's, there's tons and tons of clients out there like that. There's a ton of people like that. And I always tell people like, whatever that one thing that you need done, focus on that one thing and don't worry about everything else that it can do. So I always bring up my, my, my client, Matt Rogers. He's, he's not that he's older, but he's just, he's like, I don't care what else the system does. I just want to learn how to text. Like, all right, I understand that. Let's let's focus on that one thing. You become proficient at it. Yeah. So I just showed him how to text. He picks up a contract in four days just off of texting, and doesn't he still? He's been a client for over a year. Doesn't use anything else in the system but texting till this day. So it's one of those things where, like, yes, the system can do a lot. Yes, it could be a little bit overwhelming, but you don't have to have to learn how to do that day one. If you need to use it for texting, if you need to use it for website campaigns, just learn that one thing and expand as you go. Yeah, and there's a lot more. I don't know whether you guys train VAs or have VAs that are, that know your system, but there's a lot, lot of VAs and that now that 
have have worked for a few real estate companies, so they seem to know a lot of the systems. They know a lot of the CRMs that are out there. They've used them before. And even if you know someone that's got a VA and, and you can sort of borrow them for a while to, to set some stuff up, that's that's another option too, isn't it? That's that's something else you can do is... Yeah, so we have our team in place. Like if, if you're like, hey, I don't even want to learn the system. I know it works well. Can you do it? Or do we have a team available ready to do things if you need it done on your side? So you don't also have to like hire any third party and figure out who's the person, right person to do it. We already have a team in place to help facilitate anything you want to do, do the system that you don't necessarily want to learn. So you've got a you've got a done for you um, product, and have you got a like a core like you teach people how to do it? Is there a sort of like because a lot of people have do it yourself, we'll teach you how to do it, or we'll do it for you sort of thing. So you have you got all three, or or um, have you um, just... so we have training videos that are free for everybody, yeah, and then we have like an internal like training searchable system. So like if you want to learn about texting, you can search texting and a whole different thing comes out and how to use texting. So it's kind of done, done for you, done for you. Uh, it's like training wise, or you can train your team how to do it. I've had clients like, Hey, I sent my VAs, your training videos and they, they got it. So I don't have to worry yeah. about it no more. So it's like one of those things where like the different levels, different people, different people need different help and different things. There's little hangups where people get hung up on. I tell, I tell my clients all the time, it's like, if you get hung up anywhere, just let us know where you're hung up at. And it might be something I already know how to fix it. I literally just got off a call before this one and they're like, Hey, my website's doing this. I'm like, I already know the issue. Like I already know the issue. He's like, well, this is doing this. And like, I already know the issue. Go to this, this, and this and fix it. He's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you, you get, you know, you get a VA that comes in and knows what they're doing and you, you know, you screen share with them and you watch them doing it. And it's just amazing, you know, and you sort of think like someone my age just goes, why would I, even, that would take me 10 years to learn that. I'm, I'm better off just, outsourcing that to someone that actually really, like you said, someone that's younger, that's grown up with it and they enjoy doing it. So yeah, it's definitely, you know, I think there's a certain percentage of people and a certain person that just says, nah, I don't think I'm ever going to learn that. And that's like dinosaurs like me, but even some people just say, no, look, I'd rather focus on acquisitions and on the phones and talking. I'll leave that for someone else. So yeah, that's good. That's good that you got systems in place because yeah, you, you do, it does take a little while even for someone that knows what they're doing to learn a new system anyway. So you've got training videos and all that sort of stuff. And do you want to just give us a bit of an overview of, of the CRM as in, you know, obviously you love the product. It's your product. It's, it's your baby. What are the key features in the CRM that, that you thought, well, I really want to put these in for the particular clients, you know, real estate investors that, that, you know, are our clients. What, what are the key things that you're pretty proud of with the system? So um, one of the one of the key things is texting, emailing, cold calling, dialer, RBMs. Like most of these products, you have to use like 10 different products to use. They have like one service that is one thing. This kind yeah. of brings everything in house. You can kind of co uh, coordinate and formulate uh, follow-up systems. Um, emailing, follow-up systems, um, unlimited users. There's, there's, there's companies out there like, oh, we're going to charge you 60, 100 bucks per user. I'm like, yeah. As a, quick as your team grows. So unlimited users, unlimited websites, they kind of, some other platforms that limit how many websites you can get. Like you can really go crazy with this system and anything that's not inside of it can be connected to Zapier. So we have clients that are like, hey, I still want to use Podio, but can I use Hivemind too? I'm like, yeah, you can do that. So it's really uh, customizable. So based off of whatever your business looks like, you can customize it to whatever you need. 
Yeah, that, that's the thing now. The technology is amazing. That you can you can bolt stuff on as well. Like you say, you can do add-ons um, through, through Zapier and all that sort of stuff. Do you, do you have um, like drip sequences and that built in? Like, because yeah, there's already custom built campaigns, custom built websites already yeah. there. You just add your logo, add your number, and go go crazy. So, bang, you're in. I, I literally built a follow-up system, a follow-up sequence for a client in two minutes. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, I could, every lead will get followed up with, with this one follow-up sequence. And like, everybody struggles with follow-up, 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 follow-up. But like, 30% of your deals are going to come from follow-up. So if you yeah. don't do follow-up, or if you're not doing it properly, you're missing opportunity just by not having follow-up systems in place. And and the automation that you talk about, I look at the front end too. Look, if you have a, a lead come in, can you automate it that like an email goes out to them or a messenger message go? So that's all automated as well. So you've got yeah, to yeah. So I, I I did a demonstration literally about thirty minutes ago. And oh, okay. Also, they're doing Facebook ads. I'm like, you do a Facebook ad whenever a lead comes in, you send a text to them. Hey, thanks for filling out the form. Our team will contact you as soon as possible. And then you send a text to your team. Hey, John Smith just filled out a form in Subject City. Here's the full address, phone number, and email contact this person so now there's a there's a instant there's an instant out to the customer and instant to your team really quickly and efficiently yeah yeah because that's that's part of it and it frees up time uh especially if you're a bit of a solar solopreneur where you're trying to wear 10 hats if you can automate stuff and once again you know once it builds up a little bit you can get a va in to to cover a lot of that stuff and that frees you up to do a lot of the other stuff so yeah, no, that's cool. We've had a few comments coming in. We've got, uh, I think it's Ruben, who's who's in, who's in, uh, probably one of the foundation members of my actual Facebook group. And he said, good stuff. I need this for my website. So you might have a customer already. I'll, I'll, I'll When we wrap it up a bit later, Daniel, I'll, I'll give him the contact point so he can reach out to you. But uh, what's he say? I'll have to visit him. So there you go. You've um, you've already got a, someone that's uh, interested. But yeah, I mean... It, it's sort of really hard to in Portland, Oregon. He's in Portland, Oregon. Um, it's really hard to imagine, like even just a couple of years ago, how primitive things were. You know, like, and I know there's a lot of people that say, "Oh, I still use a folder and papers and that." Well, that's fair enough. I'm, but once again, to have that automation on the front end and that you don't forget to follow up, that they're deals, aren't they? That's money. If, if that that makes you two or three deals a year because you've got that automation and drip and follow up and you get people. I had I had a client. He was doing uh, Excel spreadsheets and paper. He literally got into this, and now he's doing he's done multiple hundred k months using yeah. this platform. He does about ten to fifteen deals a month right now, and he'll be our first millionaire we've created. And he was using spreadsheets and paper. So think of this as like amplification, amplification every time. So our whole thing is automation before delegation because you might have to delegate it all. Like I, I talked to a client, and they're like, "Oh, I need my, I need my, I can teach my VA how to do this, this, and this, and make sure the follow up campaigns are set up and all this stuff." And I'm like, "Well, if you set this up once, it just works. You don't have to actually have a process for him to do this every day." And he's like, "Oh, what am I going to have him do now?" I'm like, "Well, you got to figure out what he needs to do based off of what the system can't do. Yeah, and you got to fill the gaps." So a lot of this is like it can. It can really limit, like, if you have a bunch of VAs, it can limit one or two VAs of what they actually do, where it actually pushes them to do uh, revenue-generating activities versus just activities. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, we all know from the other end when you when when you fill out a, a 
a landing page or you do something, all of a sudden the emails come in. Like I have a monthly mastermind. I get people to register so I can send them the Zoom link and that. And we do reminders right up because we're all busy. And if you haven't got automated stuff in place, people forget. I mean, sometimes, you know, people say, look, I, I had it all, I had it in my head. And then I got an email that morning and went, oh, I'd forgotten about that. So the automation is, is, is crucial, not just for, for your side of it, but for the other side, like, you know, so that you'd, I mean, you think about a motivated seller, they're getting hit from all over the place. If you don't, if you don't keep following up with them, you'll lose them. Someone else will get them. So yeah, it's, it's very part, very important. And, and the automation and, and systems and that is just gone through the roof at the moment. It's, I wish I was a tech head because I, I, I can see the concept of it. I get really excited, but then when I try and go in and do it, I, I struggle. So I've got to outsource all that now, but it is pretty exciting with what you can do because frees up so much time so yeah i mean you can you can also so you can also do social media and all that sort of stuff through it too so all your leads come through and you you can have messenger you can have all sorts of bolt-ons can't you with it yeah so we integrate with uh facebook and instagram messenger so you can set up like auto replies and people reply to certain things we integrate with google my business um i i literally uh, had a client come over to my house and he's low he has a local like brick and mortar store and all I did for him was set up his Google and Google My Business and like a simple website that goes directly to his shop. And he said he gets a lot of foot traffic just off having being on Google and Google My Business and the website. Simple yeah, thing. Like that. Yeah. And I haven't touched his account in like over a year. And I just set up that simple basic stuff and just let it go and it still works. So so now you've, you've obviously you've built that up and, and you, you know, like I said, you're doing all the bolt-ons, you're making it like a, a smooth machine that's that's just got everything. So I guess every time a client asks you for something, you build something else out and it just gets better and better. The other thing you said, you, you, you're going to start doing uh, list pulling in that, are you? You're going to start doing services attached um, like that, are you, as well? Yeah, I, I actually did that before I got into the CRM business. I've been a part of Oh, so that's what you did first. <laughs> that's what I did first. So I actually did real estate. Then I got into the list, business, the list pulling and script tracing business. And then I got into the CRM. So oh, okay. a lot of, a lot of everything that we do is just like, I'm, I don't force people to like, and there's other companies where like, you have to use my direct mail company because I make, make money off of using direct mail. Yeah. You have to use this certain company to do this. And like, I don't care. Like I provide it if you want it, if you don't want it and you want to go to another provider, I'm all for it. Whatever gets you success and makes you win, use it. <laughs> Okay, so so you do the list pull, you do the skip tracing, you got the CRM. Is there any other things you you've, you've got, you think you're going to add to that as you go? Like yeah, you we're, keep thinking. Oh, we're launching a new program called the Hive Leads, HiveLeads.io. Um, essentially, it's going to be hot leads delivered instantly into your CRM or, or phone or in, or whatever CRM we're using in general, um, whether you're using HiveMind or not. Uh, that whole thing is because texting is regulations changing in the US, so we're providing like an inbound model. So that's something we've been using for the last three years for our real estate business is inbound leads. So we're providing that as a service as well in the future. Uh, people that do video content, we're launching a media company, uh, video editing service, just because if you want to bring in, uh, bring in, uh, bring in whatever, you want to bring in pe people to educate them based on real estate, whatever we're trying to do. Like, so we're doing a lot of different things in the real estate business in general, but it all correlates into each other. Yeah, it all, it all works in with each other. So, the, I mean, obviously with the media, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, so if I come in and said, look, I want to do some videos and some marketing videos, you, you work 
with someone like me yep. and get it all get get it all happen and get it all scripted and filmed and, and edited and do all that sort of stuff, do you? So Yeah, it's more of like an editing piece. Like we, we can transcribe, we can um, edit your videos, we can create reels, um, all that oh, stuff yeah. just, to, just to reach more social media outreach. So that's we, handy. Well, I mean, it's not a, it's not a necessity because we do it ourselves. Like half of my team is social media. I have a social media yeah. manager in house, and I have two editors in house. So, like, man, if we're doing this for ourselves, we can offer this as a service as well because it's something that we're doing at a high level. Yeah. Once again, that's all time, isn't it? If you, if you, you know, so you're saying that I basically send you say a podcast, and you pull real, you pull pull the highlights out of it. You do reels, you do content, and yeah, so you can you can get about three or four different. You know, social media, little little uh, TikTok videos and all that sort of stuff. So yep. once again, you can outsource it and, and save a bit of time because, yeah, it's uh, I've done a bit of that myself and I struggle with that as well. So <laughs> it's I'm trying hard. to outsource as much as possible. And I, I think a lot of people are the same now, Daniel. I think a lot of people say, look, I'd rather just try and – I'm good at uh, talking on the phone. I'm good at getting buyers. I'm good at this and that. They just don't – you know what I mean? You can't do everything. It's just getting so fast paced now that you just can't do everything. So I think guys like yourself that are building sort of done for you products and a heap of products in one place, people are just coming and just parking in one place and saying, right, if they like you as a person, they like your business ethic, they like your team, they'll just come and say, look, you do that. Just give me a price for the month. I'll pay that. And I just know that that's a part of my business expense, which when you you know, with, we were talking before about the automations and the follow-up. If it gets you another couple of deals per year because you're actually organised and someone's presenting you professional, that pays for the whole thing for the year anyway. Yep. So I think a lot of people are starting to wake up to that. Instead of uh, working 18 hours a day and trying to grind and trying to do it all themselves, you, you, you have to actually, with technology and everything, you have to embrace it and you have to get people that like yourself that, that are really good at it and have good, good teams. Yeah, I was talking to my partner, and he said that just by him doing podcasts and him being online, uh, as far as like Googleable, being on Google, he's gotten like five or six deals just brought to him just because people build into the credibility and trust them just because he's online. Absolutely, yeah. That's that. That's I've spoke to a fair few people that that do that. They use their podcasts and a few other things, and they actually really, you know, promote, you know. It's sponsored by, and that, that's something I'm thinking about doing too. Is sponsored by my actual real estate business, so that you you, you plug in it. And anyone's got any job, and and that's part of the exposure. So, yep. um, people are starting to rise up. Like you said, with one bit of content now, you're getting about eight different bits of content reels. Or you, you you've got to. That's the way it's going now. You've got to be seen everywhere, and that could be another yeah three to five deals for the year. So, um, you know, a, a guy used to work uh, with when I was in, in the trade businesses for years, he used to always talk about false economies. You try and scrimp and save and you try and do all this yourself and it's a false economy. Once you actually realize that you outsource this, you outsource this to, and, and you know, a couple other things to experts, all of a sudden you're making twice as much money. So it, it, you've got to get your head around that and you've got to take that leap of faith. And it, it, it translates everything through life. So like I always bring this to like like individual perspective. So like I used to cut my grass I used to cut my grass all the time and it was something I did every two weeks, cut the grass, cut the grass, cut the grass. And there was a point where like, I don't want to cut the grass anymore. I can hire an expert that's going to make it look 10 times better than me because it's better equipment and I'll do it in 20 minutes. Whereas it means it's going to take me an hour. So if I can yep. pay him 
it's him to do it in 20 minutes. I'd rather not do it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that, yeah, you've just got to, you've just got to outsource and make the most of your time because your time, that hour, if you spend that hour, well, firstly, you probably, if you're at home, you'll spend it with the, with the family, which is better. Yeah. But let's say you spend that one, you know, an hour and you did extra work that could, that could produce, you know, enough money to pay for him for five years. So you, you've got to, you've got to think like that. If, Yeah. You know, and that's what people are starting to wake up to now is, Hey, I can't do all this myself and I need to find the right people. So it's once again, I mean, there's plenty, you know, you know yourself, there's a lot of people coming out with CRMs. There's a lot of people coming out with all this, so, but you've got to find the right fit for you, don't you? You've yep. got to find the right fit. And once you actually find the right fit, it's like any service, like you said, lawn mowing, tradesman, um, a good, you know, realtor, someone else, they're your person. You know, someone says, oh, you know, that, that's my carpenter or that's, well, you're, you're there. You're their tech guy that, that does the CRM, does all the um, other stuff, you know, the editing. And everyone says, oh, yeah, you need someone go and see Daniel. So that's how that's how you sort of build your brand, isn't it? People tell other people. Yep. Yeah, word of mouth is, is priceless. And then if you have the point where you can do ads or social media, like social media is like a free place to post anything. Like I tell people all the time is like uh, if you ever wanted to get on TV, start on YouTube. It's your own place where you can run your own content. And you can post there over and over again and people come back to watch your content. So like people just don't end up on TV. They start off somewhere else. So if you yeah. think of the end in mind. Yeah, that's, 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 a, that's actually a good point. That's a good point is you, you're not going to be Brad Pitt when you start off. Are you? You're not going to be, or you're not going to be uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, a really great actor. You, you've got to start somewhere, don't you? And, and yeah, you know, I've, I've seen guys that are great, YouTube presences now, and you see a video of them when they first started off. Um, actually, I had I interviewed a guy, and he's he's in digital marketing, and he he sent, and he's really well polished. He does public speaking, does all that stuff, and and when we jumped off the interview, he said, "Oh, I was terrible. I, I, I keep this one video, my first ever, you know, video that I did, and I show all my students, people that I mentor, and they they just look and go, oh wow, I, I think I can do this now.' And he sent it to me, and. It, Oh, it wasn't, you know, like it wasn't great, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But he said, you know, you've got to start somewhere. Within a couple of years, all of a sudden, he's talking on stages. He's he's doing that stuff. So, I think a lot of people forget that everyone starts off as a beginner, and you've just got to keep the faith and you just got to keep practicing. But one thing I want to, I sort of want to back back, and you talked about inbound leads. The years pricked up when you said about inbound leads. Can you explain your system you got with that? I think I think a lot of people would like to hear that. Can you, so, so um, there's different types of leads. Um, outbound, a lot of people do outbound. You got to pull the list. You got to target the list. You got to work the list. You got to follow up the list. It works. All these marketing techniques work. But for us and what our business, we like inbound. Inbound is somebody already qualifies themselves to sell their property. Hey, whether it's keyword research or, and they will hit your website. Hey, I have property on 123 Main Street. I want to sell it. Now you're not long, you're no longer chasing that person. They're coming to you. So there's a lot of different forms of inbound leads that we like as a whole. So we like Facebook, we like uh, YouTube, we like Google leads, just really come inbound. It doesn't even matter. Inbound is the way to go. So bandit signs, inbound lead. If you do, anybody has ever done bandit signs, like it's hit or miss, but they're inbound leads. You just answer the phone. Yeah. The worst yeah. thing you can do with inbound leads is not answer the phone. So same thing with PPC. If you set up PPC 
and you don't answer the phone, you're wasting your money. So I always, yeah. I always advise people, if you're going to go into the inbound leads, make sure you answer the phone because people are going to start calling. <laughs> yeah. And, and if, you, if you're busy and you think you might not be able to get it, have one of those services that answers your phone for four or five hours a day. Yep. So, yeah, definitely. In, in, inbound is a lot more of a pleasant phone call than outbound cold calling. Yep. Um, I, I think it's, it's the way to go. The, did you say did you say something about um, like text? Did you say text message inbound? How, did I hear you say that, or was I? So um, text. How does that work? So it, it's. I mean, there's a there's a form. So like even like direct mail. Direct mail can be a form of inbound leads because you send out direct mail and you wait for them to respond. Same thing with texting. You can reach out and touch a lot of people through texting, and then it's just a matter of waiting for them to respond. So like it's a, it's a it's outbound, but it's also inbound too because not everybody's going to respond. So it's like a different, okay, it's like so a different yeah, version so. of inbound leads. Yeah. But there's like there's a lot of things that are like inbound, but it's just there's like true true inbound leads is like Google PPC, Facebook yeah. ads, YouTube ads. All those are true inbound leads where they're they're qualifying themselves to fill out the form and then you just collect the information. Yeah. Do you do you have a? a- a certain tech or, te- or certain text templates that are a little bit more not sort of you know like a lot of people text and say I want to buy your house you know do you, do you have you learned to craft ones that are a little bit more that they reach back out to you is there, is there a certain system that you believe because you're in the business that if you are a little bit more subtle then they'll come back to you if you keep keep them on a drip and do you know what I mean like yeah, yeah instead yeah. of saying hey how you go you know like when you do cold call instead of trying to close someone on the first deal you you just break the ice and you find out a bit of information. You say, oh, all right, look, I'll, I'll give you a call back to, you know what I mean? Is there, is there certain things that you've worked out with that? I have a client and this is his trick. He'll miss, he'll misspell words on purpose. And the reason why is because people have like the itch to correct people <laughs> and he'll misspell <laughs> words, like a, like a really like easy word. He'll just misspell it. And then people are like, oh, do you mean this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I meant that. Do you have the property you want to sell? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually actually it's funny i, I did I, I remember i misspelled something and it goes out to five thousand people and a fair few people corrected me a fair few people corrected me i actually had a guy once and i thought wow that's brilliant mate i text message and he says listen i get these all the time what i would do and he wrote like a text that he would do and he goes wouldn't you be better off saying hey and and he didn't get that it was mass. I mean, he must have thought I was just texting one at a time, but it was a really good point. He said, wouldn't you just write, hey, um, your property at 123 Main Street, I think it'd be roughly worth this much. Would you be interested in talking about it? If you know, Have you been thinking about selling? Would you be interested in talking about it? Rather than go straight for the throat. And I thought, wow, that's really... So I used to get a little bit of feedback off people. You, I mean, you obviously get the... You get cussed out and you get threatened and you get all that but there's some people that got some really good ideas i wrote that one down i thought that's a good idea mate because you know you got the um direct mail where you you actually uh can do it they can do it so you got the zillow price and you say oh you send them a direct mail piece and basically saying well you know zillow saying your property's worth this if you like to sell we'd like to talk to you and then obviously from there oh that's what zillow says but you know we need what about the repairs what but it's like you said to get people ringing you back and this guy had a great idea, and that was just off a text message. And obviously, you know yourself, like text messaging is a lot cheaper than direct mail. So if you yeah. can get those responses and misspell a few things and 
do things a little bit differently, you can have a huge, you know, you can have a huge um, success rate. And I, I guess you see that with your clients, like you said, you. Well, you see. Well, so the, the the key is is that it takes like seven to twelve contacts to make to get a contract. So yeah. if you're sending seven direct mail pieces, it might cost you sixty cents a piece per person. Whereas if you do it through text, it might cost you a quarter. What yeah. do you, What do you want to pay? A quarter or six bucks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think text message. I, I I like text message for the initial, you know, with follow up text messages because same thing. The fourth message, you get ghosted three times, and the fourth message, oh look, I've been mean to ring you back, but my daughter's in hospital. And I've been down the hospital every night, and I, so I just think those follow ups, and then from there, if you if you can get on the phone, and then just have and not try and close some. I mean, some people can close people on one call, but just build up the touches from there all of a sudden you've got you know you're up to seven eight touches and then you know you can start because i think the, the way the market went but so competitive people were just they were pretty sick and tired of just being hit you know hit between the eyes so you know i, I think people actually want it want, wanted you to be a little bit more creative so so but yeah i mean you guys are probably on the cutting edge of that so one of the cool things is that with HiveMind, since we integrate all these different systems, you can be really, um, you can separate yourselves. So you might send a text, first text is going to be like, hey, is this John Smith? And you have a pretty good chance it's going to be John Smith, right? Then you send a text the next day. Hey, I sent you a text yesterday. Did you get it? Question mark. And then yeah. you do a voicemail. Hey, I might have called, I might have sent you a text a day or two ago. I don't know if you got it. If you can give me a call back, I'd appreciate it. So now you're separating yourselves from everybody else because everybody's going to do, hey, would you like to buy my house? Would you like to buy my house? Would you like yeah. to buy my house? Would you like to buy my house? Yeah. Whereas this, you can kind of customize it because you can separate gaps. So you can send them a big text. Hey, did you get my text yesterday? Hey, I actually texted you the other day and sent a voicemail. Uh, when's a good time to talk? And then you can set up a call. Hey, I call, I sent a text the other day. I sent a voicemail. I don't know if you got it. I'm calling right now. Are you available? So now you can really separate yourself from other people because you can send individual texts based off of what you said prior. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a real – the little in, inches in it, the little things that you do can separate you and make make you – you know, you, you close a few more deals than the guy next to you. So, yeah, that's it. It would be, be good to be a fly on the wall in your office. You guys must be thinking about it all the – talking about it all the time, you know. Oh, I heard the client. He actually tried, he pulled this one. He did this one, and it worked. You know, so you know what's working and what's not working. But um, what I'll do is I've I've got all your stuff up on the screen, Daniel. I've got your Facebook, your personal Facebook there. I've got your your group, so people can actually come in and join your group. And obviously, you, you know, you've got a fair bit of content in there, and and people can actually then reach out, tag you into something, and if they want to go further. And I've got the um. The website there, www.hivemindcrm.io. So that's where people can sort of reach out. Is there, is there a form that they can fill out to sort of connect with you about any of the products or which which is the best way out of those three to contact you? They can go to at HiveMindCRM anywhere, anywhere online. We're a lot of different places. Yep. We have our own podcast, Hive With Us podcast. Um, if you'd like to learn how to make six figures on one land deal, you can text LAND. Or you can text Corey yep. 210-972-1842. We're actually doing a land mastermind. We do weekly calls 
uh, pretty much educating people how to find the larger deals. You can text the land to the same number, 210-972-1842. Thanks for yep. providing a lot of value in our own little way and uh, hopefully doing bigger deals. And that actually, just before I wrap it up, Daniel, do you have like a little demo? Like if, if it, you know, you Google it, have you got like a little demo someone can watch just to check out the product or even in your Facebook group now, would you have any demos in there so someone can go in and go, yeah, look, I like the sound of that. Can I go and check it out? Like I know Ruben will, cause he's, he's, he's been watching. So have you got some a demo? Cause I know a lot of the uh, platforms like a, a while ago uh, when I was doing a bit of texting, you can just Google, Google it and then, you know, follow, follow it and you end up with a bit of a demo just to give you an idea of what features it's got. So you can actually text demo to that same number or you can go to hivencrm.io. There's a demo button. Oh, okay. Beautiful. Cause that, that's what a lot of people like to actually just check it out. And, and if, if they like it, then they'll go to the next step. They'll just go, yep. Love it. Cause yeah, I mean, like I said, there, there's more and more now. I mean, everyone's, everyone's like, you know, batch and all that, you know, they've just expanded and never, they've got a lot of different products. So people like to actually check out individually what suits suits them. Cause I notice a lot of different people in different niches tend to go for different CRMs and different stuff. You know, there's something more specifically uh, designed for Facebook or something like that. So, all right, cool. No, well, thanks for joining us and um, sharing all that with us. I hope, uh, hope we can drive a few people over there that that just happen to be looking for a CRM and to organize themselves a little bit better, Daniel, and, get them over and, um, you know, like I say, jump in the Facebook group and then, yeah, start watching your podcast because like like you said, you're, you're putting as much content out there as you can. And I'm pretty excited to hear about this, uh, the uh, media, th- so I can actually get someone to cut me videos and do me reels for me because I, I just, I think it takes me four times longer than the average uh, editor, you know. You, focus on what yeah. Yeah. So, no, that, that sounds good. It sounds like you're really it's grown into, you know, you're covering a lot of bases now. So it sounds like you're doing really well. And thanks for coming on and sharing your time with us. I know, I know you're, you're pretty busy and uh, you had a fair bit on today, but you've still come in and shown up and given us a, given us a few tips and tricks as well on, on some text messages and everything. So appreciate it. And um, yeah, all the best. Hope it all, hope it all, um, you know, grows and and expands. And I'm, I'm thinking by the sounds of it, you'll probably end up, having a complete done for you from start to finish um, system within a, in about two years. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, you, you start off with a few things and now, now you're just adding stuff to it. So that's good. And once again, if it, like I said, a lot of people are trying to get a done for you thing and just say, here, Daniel, what do I owe you? And they're quite happy with that. So good stuff. The show is sponsored by The List Guys. Do you need more leads in your local or virtual market? One in 10 small businesses don't invest in any kind of marketing. The List Guys have over 35 plus list types to choose from and you can mix and match any list or criteria. We also use the skip trace list and provide up to seven numbers and email addresses. Every list you purchase will be scrubbed against previous purchases. The list guys are here to save you time. Contact the list guys today at www.1listguys.com. That's www.1listguys.com. All right, mate, I'll let you go. And um, as I always say, thanks to uh, Daniel Esteban Martinez. You guys have been thunderstruck. All right, guys, catch you later.